Hello, and welcome to the series "Making Stewardship a Way of Life." This is episode six, titled "Redemptive Suffering: More Valuable Than a Gift of Money." Your host is Father Andrew Kemberling, formerly the pastor of St. Thomas More Parish in Centennial, Colorado. With Mila Gladava, the director of communications and stewardship, Father Andrew has written a book by the same name. It's based on their experience introducing a comprehensive stewardship program at St. Thomas More, where Father Andrew was the pastor for 14 years. The program provides a complete guide for individuals on how to approach, embrace. And practice the full range of stewardship in their lives. Here's Father Andrew. Last time we were together, we talked about evangelical poverty and how it was a way to holiness in the world and in the way that we look at God. Another way that we look at God is to look at everything that God gives us. When we accept everything that God gives us. There's this idea of a prosperity gospel. It's very popular.、Uh, there are、uh, evangelists out there that will tell you how God will continue to bless you no matter what God gives you, and that is true. But the other side of the coin is that God gives blessings, and He also allows suffering to happen in the world, and He lets it happen in a way. To those with the kind of faith that's able to see that in the suffering a gift can be given back to God, this is truly the depths of Catholic theology at work. And when we take that theology and put it into practice in a true spirituality of stewardship, we see that then we're asked to be good stewards of adversity that happens in our life. Now that sounds odd to a modern ear. That suffering can be useful. Well, in a world that is infected by utilitarianism and by hedonism, you know, there doesn't look like there's any use for suffering. And pleasure, if that's your highest goal in life, well, then suffering is your enemy. But in a Christian philosophy, if you look at The philosophic principles of Christianity, human dignity, who we are, the gift of ourselves that God gives us, that are for His purposes. We're created in God's image. We are created by God and for God to love God and to serve God in this world and in the next. When we understand that primary image, we realize. That God knew in advance that humanity would have to battle between good and evil. In fact, some of the best qualities of humanity comes out when we're under adversity, when we are tried, when we are put to the test, when we are pushed, when we have to struggle. It's then the best of humanity shows itself. And it's at that moment God is asking us to be a good steward, a good steward because you can use your suffering, your adversity for good, or you can waste it. And by wasting it, it then serves bad, because then you let yourself be conquered by the suffering that you did not see as the gift 
it has the opportunity of being. That's how we as Catholics and those throughout the centuries have looked at adversity. It's an opportunity to make good come out of evil. It is in the face of the greatest mystery of all, which is called the problem of evil. When we face the problem of evil and we see it as a good steward, the opportunity to make good come out of evil, we've now been invited by God as a good steward, given the responsibility of an amazing treasure. Because when we build treasure in heaven based upon our ability to offer a redemptive suffering gift back to God, we've offered a gift that rust can't corrode or moths eat. That is an enduring, long-lasting gift. When you offer your treasure to God, you know most of those things can disappear or burn. This gift of suffering offered back to God is a gift that cannot be destroyed. And that redemptive suffering is an amazing part of the belief in what has happened upon the cross. Now, at the very core of redemptive suffering is this idea that out of love for God, I want to thank God for the gift of my forgiveness. And so what do we do? We participate in the saving action of Jesus Christ by going to confession, doing our penance, receiving Holy Communion. And as we do these things and we feel close to God, it does come upon the good steward to want and offer a gift back to God for what God has done. Some will make a gift, a sacrifice, a sacrificial gift. And this is where we voluntarily take suffering on and offer it to God as a gift. That's where you're doing personal acts of penance. Because we know that when we do our penance, we participate in satisfaction for our sins. It's not the forgiveness of our sins, it's the satisfaction of our sins. And what some people have learned to do is offer that suffering for the sake of others, especially those in purgatory. When people are able to offer in advance their suffering, then they're invited to give even more. Then they understand that their suffering has been offered as a gift to God to make satisfaction for someone else's sins because they've already received forgiveness. When people take on these voluntarily, then when evil, which is real in the world, visits us, visits us with suffering, adversity, then we are prepared and we know what to do with it because it comes uninvited. And then you can be a victim and let it conquer you, or you can take that suffering because you've taken it and learned how to do it voluntarily. Now you take that suffering and offer it back to God in thanksgiving for what God has done. It doesn't mean that it's going to be any less painful, but it will be meaningful. It won't look like a waste. And in fact, the best of who we are comes out when we're under adversity. We start to realize what we're made of. I always like to say, you can't get diamonds without a little bit of pressure. And you don't know the strength of tea until you put it in hot water. 
Well, when we're under pressure, when we're in hot water, that's when we have the ability to really shine and show God what we are made of and that we show ourselves that we can give that depth of ourselves back to God in thanksgiving for what God has done. When we give a redemptive suffering gift to God, that's greater than any gift of money or treasure that we can offer. When we look at this suffering of humanity, immediately people would think of the poor. And the poor do have much adversity to offer to God. That's why stewardship spirituality is very important to the poor. And one of the important starting points for them is that we never say that they have nothing to give. We explain that they have a need to give like anyone else. And when they accept that, then the little that you can see can represent all that you cannot see, all the adversity and all the suffering. That's an enormous treasure that uh, the poor have an opportunity to give. They don't waste their suffering. They now have a vehicle, a platform, a place in which, in a way, to take their adversity and make it meaningful in their life as a gift that's given back to God and thanksgiving for what God has done. A question that people ask. Father Andrew, isn't committing to stewardship of time, talent, and treasure asking a lot of us? Well, as I always say to people in answer to that kind of question, it's similar to when people say, you know, I just don't get anything out of Mass. And I always say, well, you know, it depends on how much you put into it is how much you get out of it. So asking people to give their time, talent, and treasure is asking them to participate. If you want to get something out of it, you got to put something into it. I always say something that doesn't cost anything isn't worth much. <laughs> and so it's important for us to know our faith is worth so much. There should be huge costs. And it should be a sacrifice on each person's part. That's where the redemptive suffering comes in. A little bit of suffering, a little bit of adversity, the struggle that's required to be a Christian, and that's that image of the narrow gate. It's, it's going to have some difficulty involved with it. Isn't, you know, dressing up hum, uh, Christianity in false clothes. It is a struggle. And that struggle is an important part of claiming our humanity. God made us in his image, and when we struggle against adversity, we just struggle against evil itself. And when we can conquer evil by making good come from what we have, then God truly uh, is victorious through us. We then see that our suffering is united to Christ's suffering upon the cross. When we see Christ suffering upon the cross, we then recognize how his redemption is still happening today. It isn't just some past event that happened long time ago. I living in Christ, Christ living in me, and when my suffering is united to that timeless offering of Christ upon the cross, then my suffering then is an opportunity that could be wasted or to be offered as a gift. When we offer that especially to the poor, to a whole class of people, they who have wasted the suffering because not knowing how they could channel it, and now that they 
know they have a need to give and they give this small sized portion, it represents so much more of what they also have. We know that when they are asked to make that kind of gift and they rise to the occasion, we who tithe and they who are poor, we have that solidarity between the poor because of redemptive suffering. Thank you, Father Andrew. You've been listening to the series Making Stewardship a Way of Life, Episode 6, with Father Andrew Kimberlane. The program is described in the book by the same name, which is available from online booksellers, and it's being embraced by individuals and parishes around the world. To learn more, visit the International Catholic Stewardship Council at catholicstewardship.com. Our music is from the band Sir Captain. Find them at sircaptain.com. Please join us for Episode 7 of Making Stewardship a Way of Life.